Today is, is July 27th, 2019. We are here in Miami Beach in my apartment. Doing New a, location. Damn, doing talk story for the first time. We're getting personal. It seems like a good idea. Uh, this is season two, episode four. And we've got Miguel on the show again. Oh, yeah, it's repeat, been a while. Repeat offender. Yeah, it's Welcome been back. a while. Thank you. Thank you well, for having me back. Him back. Into it again. Appreciate it very again, much. yeah. He, he, again, he was like, oh, I'll just watch. And then he's like, do you need me to sit in the after frame? After a while, <laughs> like, oh. Just, just no, to make sure it works. Yeah. Just yeah. Sure let me see. Works. Let me see if this mic is working. Oh, it is. okay. Can you hear me well? Okay, good. You give I'm, him the headphones I'll just stay for a little here. bit. And he's Cal, like, Cal, oh, this sounds Cal, nice. Cal fucking you know, box me in. I'm out. <laughs> Let's see where I'll it stay. goes. All right. So that's Miguel, and uh, we also got Caleb and Christian. Okay. Yep. I, I like that we're doing here. It's kind of fun. Well, I mean, it was, you know, it's kind of like that homegrown, just like just sitting around the table like we do. Yeah. We do sit around the table a lot. I make dinner here all the time, yep. and we sit here and do pretty much this without recording it. Yeah, and yep. we were doing it the other night, and we were like, oh, we should just we record just it here. It on, yeah. I thought I recorded it, and then it went for like a minute 27. I'm like, that's not an hour 27? <laughs> I swear that's what we were talking. <laughs> so maybe it was just like kept on overlapping each other. Voice memo, what's going on? I thought you had press play, know. and then... Well, anyways, it was kind of cool. We almost I, had it. That's yeah. why we'll, I'm here. We'll try it now. It's because that happened. <laughs> yeah, it was, I thought it was cool. It's a good uh, idea. It kind of helped change the format up a little bit. Yeah. Of how we were doing it. I, I mean, it was fun where we were doing it out of the shop and whatnot as well. But maybe we can really just do it from anywhere. Good. That's like the whole that. point. I think we that's can. what. That's I think that's kind of the point of this piece of equipment. We, what is, is this? What is that? This is that little Geiger counter? Is it? No, this is the. We are not like, radioactive. It's like a voodoo doll, like a pin. Or a uh, ray gun. They might need that for the storming of Area 51. Yes. For sure. I'm there with this. <laughs> you would get are, we record- are we doing a podcast from there? Yes. <sighs> it's really far from the ocean, but close to a wave pool. Close enough. Well, Rick- wait. Ricane, where you at? It's in Texas and, you know, New oh. Mexico. It's southwest area. You're not supposed to Texas is out. really big, though. <laughs> If it's not also in Texas, it's not close. Yeah, you're also right about that. that, was, that, was, that was My grandpa statement. used to I say, recant. the sun is risen, the sun is set, and we ain't out of Texas yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it would drive from insane. Minnesota to the tip of Texas every year to be like, it's Every only, year? Yeah, wow. for uh, snowbirds. So, so the tip of Texas? Where is the tip of Texas? Which is um, Alamo? There's a lot of tips. Close oh. to uh, Rio Grande. And why were we doing Every, this? To run away from the snow. Oh, this has nothing to do with surfing. How did we get here? That's really know. that's impressive, though. Yeah, that's that's a a I was very interested in that story. <laughs> 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 Off the tracks already. Perfect. Yeah. Welcome back, Jess. <laughs> awesome. It's good to be back. Uh, let's go into some weekly happenings, or actually, just like recent happenings. I guess since we're doing this monthly, uh, there's been little waves. Pretty frequently, which is once been, a week. Yeah, like once a week, a little southeast, east, southeast, and it's been really fun to be able to stay wet during usually what is the flattest time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris got first shop fully opened. Yes, congratulations. Thanks. I Very nice. nice. Reopened, we should say. Yep, we're stoked to be back. It was a little about forty-five days off, but a little blood, took a little blood sweat, and lots of tears. There's just no place no, locally that I could buy wax for 45 days. I don't think you were. Yeah, we're it yeah. almost ran out. <laughs> it was getting problematic. I was yeah. Like, was, uh, it was a good thing there was no waves that whole time. We're, we're, we're still, yeah, we're still it, it, it did come into like, there was just like this. It was weird. It was like a flat spell in the clinic. You know what? Thank you, Mother Nature. Thank you, South yeah. Beach. For, you uh, opened back up and they're yeah. like, oh, good waves. Yeah, there actually was relatively soon right thereafter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, worked out well. It seems, like the, the waves. it seems like the peaks have shifted over a little bit closer to where the shop is as well. <laughs> Interesting. I'm just saying, have, last couple times surfing, it's not like, you know, I'm biased now. I'm surfing right behind the shop, which is at the end of First Street, um, not yet Second Street. Uh, I don't know. It seems like there's, well, well, we'll see, right? The first North Swell. I parked my bike in a different spot, and so that's why I'm always over there. Right. I come through the park now. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice park. It is a nice park. Everybody's trip. We're a block north of where we were before. Uh, we're starting to stay in the neighborhood. It was all challenging finding something because doing what we do there's not too many places and you know rent's expensive in south beach and that's just the way it goes on certain coastal cities that are just huge 
tourism spots, you're going to run into that. So it makes it a little challenging for the mom and pop to kind of follow through. But we were able to find a good spot, great hotel, the Marriott, and the Stanton Marriott. And they've got a beautiful pool deck. They want to do stuff. We're launching our School monthly. Spot. We're mo launching our monthly surf parties or like happy hours there oh, every every fantastic. every first Friday which is coming up next week uh, on the pool deck. We're gonna do the pool deck. It's actually oh, one of the greatest nice. pool decks uh, down here on South Beach because you can actually see the ocean from the pool deck having a beverage versus all the other pool decks and all the places for the exception of maybe the Eden Rock, you, uh, or I think there might be one more, uh, that you, uh, you know, you have the sand dunes There's and all the pool decks are on the floor. Few. Right. So the pool's elevated and it's pretty awesome. And, you know, we're stoked to have partners like Lolo's and, yeah, uh, Azabu and everybody in the hotel. And they really flunk, uh, flunk. They flanked the park there, so it's really nice. Right, just, just the north. Right. So we got a lot of cool things happening. We're stoked. We're a little smaller, but we're tightening things up. And uh, you know, it's cool uh, spot. Yeah, we're we're Very amped, cool and spot. and all the locals been swinging by and. Yeah, Man, that's funny. Everyone. Yeah, it's just I like saw all the bikes outside right, the other day. Right, and, and everyone's like amped that they're able to kind of come back and do that, you know, so. Yeah, we're still. It was 45 days without that routine. <laughs> it hurt a few people. I remember coming down and people being like, What are you doing? Like, there's just like, <laughs> it was just one of the, what are you doing now? And here we go. We, go, we open? We open? We good? And I'm like, Oh, no, almost, almost. So, but it's cool. I mean, I love so it. So, the psychologist office is back open yeah, at yeah, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. job <laughs> counter. <laughs> I think that's what it was more than anything else. It's like, I got a lot of my mind. Okay, I need a little come, feedback. Time, time, like, time to come back. Time to come back. Doctor, you can't wait for 45 so days like this. Next week, uh, first Friday of every month, we're going to launch our surf happy hour parties at the Marriott. Cool. Um, valet is cheaper. Typically, it's 25 bucks. It'd be 15 bucks for that night. Just kind of come see me for a sticker. Oh, wait. This isn't coming out until... Uh, well, it'll come out, but everyone will know from then on in. Right. So, yeah. anyways, every first Friday, we're going to be doing something at the Marriott. It'll usually start at 6 and end at 9. We're going to feature a different film. This first one will be Nathan Fletcher's heavy water nice yeah, amped for that one so oh, i'm excited about that. so yeah we're excited we'll have uh so food and drink discounts on the day it came out that might be this coming friday there depending on how, how quick we turn this around that's right <laughs> but if it's, a, if it's a friday and it's the first, the first friday one, of the month if you're listening to it later and you want any to first friday of the right. month come Absolutely. through come to marriott uh easy to remember discount yeah you know first uh -huh. weird oh. how we did that Great uh, after surf session there, place. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know what's great is that we're working with the spa that's there, and we're gonna have um, uh, we're gonna set up a little massage table outside of the shop when the waves are good nice. or when there's waves. How about and they're just gonna when get, the waves are bad? And I and can really use massage and, right now. Absolutely. And they're, and they're, and listen, you, I can do it on any day because the spa's down I'll, to do I'll stuff. Take a massage. And they wanted to do it for like super cheap. We're talking about like 15, 20 minute quick massages and whatnot. So what? when there's waves, we're gonna have that kind of service out that's there. That's fantastic. And again, that's what's great about cool. teaming up with uh, a property like that that's kind of open to doing things. You're like, oh wow, this is a whole new world. So we're nice. amped. We can't wait for season to come around, both for surf and tourist season. Um, so now, like, the summer allows us to kind of tweak things out and figure it. And we move forward. But we're back. We're when back. When is that starting? Uh, starts next Friday, uh, which would be uh, August 2nd, I believe. We're already third. August. Was yeah, August 2nd. I think. Wow. That's wild. Eighth month of the year. How are we feeling Amazing. about that? Technically, what are we at the heart of summer right now? Like we are in the crux. Dog, dog days. Dog days. Coming into the dog days of summer. Almost Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever feeling like Christmas around here? It's just like like it's Christmas. Really, it feels like July. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I don't know. But you know. So yeah, we're amped. That's uh, what we got for the local haps on my end. Gail, any haps? What's going on in the neighborhood? I know. It seems like a lot of changes are going on. We have the new walkway in the back. That was, oh, that's mm -hmm. new, right? Right, because then that walkway now goes from South Point all the way up to, uh, God, almost uh, you can go to Harbor House now, can't you? Yeah. All well, the way on the beach. Really all the way that far? Yeah, because I think uh, the one spots behind 53rd and 55th, that was uh, like the last ones, on are done. Only problem is, is the segment where there's still the wooden boardwalk. You uh, section you can't bike so technically oh, you're supposed to you walk that bike. so you'd be biking all the way up to it you got to walk it but they're in the process of replacing it Interesting. so we're almost there we're almost there so that's mm -hmm. kind of cool yeah how about the lady in 3g she's still uh, allowed Who? i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> as far as weekly haps 
the lady uh-huh. is building in 3G. You, you didn't hear Can about her? Anything? No. No. Got nothing. Yeah. What? You got nothing. All right, well, 3G. I'm going to the Surfrider <laughs> Annual Summit. I would hope oh, you would have come right. to see nice. I know. I was hoping. Uh, when no, is that? I could have gone as well. That's going to be August 9th, 10th, and 11th. UC Irvine. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Funds weren't really available to kind of make it happen. So I was like, thank you for the award. Should I accept on your behalf? Please do. You should. Please do that. Represent. That'd, That'd be, be sweet. Yeah, I'd be like, I, I accept this on Christmas. Seems behalf, like you should be able to. Right. Why not? Yeah, for sure. I'll tell them. You can take them a to come a do that. I was kidding until uh, <laughs> you said that. No, I'm down. A That'd picture of awesome. your face with a like a That'd little stick awesome. on it. Yes. A little stick. You'd be like, Chris says thank you. Yes. Like oh Chris God. says thank you. <laughs> there you go. That'd be I could do like as a puppet show. Here's Chris. Chris, hey. We can give you the actual audio of him saying thank you, and you just play it into the mic and stuff like that, and I'll be like. That would be awesome. Record a little message for him, and he just plays it out of his phone into the mic. There you go. Boom. Wow. Yeah. Blowing minds over here. Or is that emoticon? That's why he's so good at the AV. That's why? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I, I'll mean, take that, it. That and the beard. Beard is probably the beard. Uh, but yeah, so what else? So you're going to surf fire thing? Are you nervous? Because you are speaking. You're on a panel. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a little nervous. Have I didn't you, really have you written stuff down already, or you, have you just kind of been like you know I'm a you know you know I'm a bit of a planner. So you are. I uh, I started thinking about it, and then I immediately freaked out because I was like, oh, I have no idea what I really got myself into. And then I looked at the like lineup of all these speakers, and I was like, oh, 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 there's like a lot of big speakers, and I mean, I'm like on that Sunday afternoon panel where they're just like, oh, everybody went home, but. If you want, this guy's still talking. <laughs> but uh, I'm not like headlining. No. But uh, no, but it's an impressive uh, list of uh, speakers, and it should be a cool event. And um, I'm a little nervous to speak in front of that many people, I guess. Right. And then Mary Lou, who was supposed to uh, moderate the panel, broke her foot the other day. Oh no! Was it her foot? So is she not going? No, she, she can't go. Oh, it really sucks. Mary Lou, maybe I'll go in your place. Um, yeah, so I was asking what I could do to help her out. She had it uh, all figured out, and we were talking about it the other day, what's going to happen on the panel, what sort of questions, what to expect, what the audience is going to be, what the, you know, all that kind of stuff, yep. what they might want to hear, what they might want to talk about. And then the next morning, she's like, yeah, I'm not going. I missed a step, and like it just like went crooked, and... It's, it's all messed up. So she's got to be like off it for like six weeks or something. So who's moderating now? I was like, do you need me to moderate it? Oh. I don't know if I can moderate and participate, but I can moderate. There's two other speakers. It's so a bit maybe. out. All of a sudden, if you were getting nervous about having a good speaker, dude, moderating. You're a good moderator. I don't know if I could be a moderator. No. I know I could write stuff down. I don't know if I could possibly moderate. Carry the uh, the whole show. I don't know. Mary Lou was set for that job. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. So, um, interested? Yeah? Cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. There's a lot of uh, other interesting things about just going to California, I think. That's right, because are you staying out there through Stay out for... for a little bit, a couple are weeks? Are you going to get a van again? No. I thought about it. I've been thinking about that van again. Um, someone just hit me up on DMs about the van. And I was like, oh, you want to do the van thing? I was like not all that it appears <laughs> be careful because <laughs> right. it can go sideways on you kind of fast and you're just like oh this kind of sucks all of a sudden right. this is not what i signed up for usually <laughs> like if it's something that you ate and all of a sudden you like rumble stomach in the middle of the night and you're sleeping in the back of the van you're like oh oh dear lord where oh <laughs> what does Rudy, Rudy always say? Like high highs and low lows, yeah. or something like that. Uh, yeah, the highs are high. And the when lows you're sitting are with low. the thing open, drinking coffee, you just woke up and you're looking at the break. I bet that's great. That's one of the highs. Yeah. You're just like this is Everything what it was all in for. between <laughs> that. I think might be the lows. <laughs> those are the. That's the only high. You're like Man, the whole ten percent, ninety percent ratio. Look, look, go look at a van life Instagram. That's the highs, and everything else sucks. I, <laughs> I haven't done it, but for sure. That's why they're always making coffee in those pictures. Yeah, because yeah. it's the only thing that's like, oh, this is easy and normal in a van. Yeah. <laughs> I suffer for this. Uh, all right, well, I think we just kind of segued into our topic. 
which was is uh first topic oh i see yeah we're just talking about the instagram life and the reality of instagram life and then i see what you did there i'm trying to do what you do finish it out for me finish it out for me well i mean we had discussed earlier and what the topic was just kind of going into the whole social uh you know or at least media side of it versus print you know and the difference between the magazines or the books that exist or you know and what that was what that meant to certain people myself included back in the dizzy uh that would be the day for all you uh kids out there um and straight to urban dictionary And uh, what that does for versus, you know, everyone's kind of got on the gram, you're following these people and that person, that person, you're kind of scrolling through and you get desensitized a little bit. Maybe the, the, the of magic it. of the uh, of what you're going through is the same. There's so much volume. So much. So quick. And it just overturns. And you know, there's you... always something new. So there's no need to, like, look at that again. Right. Right. And so that sometimes there is sometimes. That's when you know it really sticks out, though. If you're like, wow, I'm going to watch that again. You're not on to the next thing. Well, you know what? Let's take this from a different perspective, because I would argue that I like, you know, the print stuff, and that's important to me. Clearly, if you, like, come to my place, you'll see there's, like, print everywhere. I've collected magazines and books for my whole life, really. Right. And I don't do it digitally as well. Like, like my files, like, of uh, this kind of stuff aren't nearly as good digitally but you can do things a lot faster and with a lot more so like the photos that you're talking about the ones that like stick out on instagram that's because there's been enough data that you've gone through to find that one yeah it's like the data sets are getting bigger Mm -hmm. and so what's good really sticks out that was i think maybe harder like there might be like a a shot in here that's Mm -hmm. like marginal even though it's printed but because you can on instagram see like millions and it's just like oh this one starts to stick out and everybody else thinks that one sticks out it just gets popularized and like chosen through the data the volume of data but nothing gets as popular because there's more sources and people are paying attention to different sources where like this guy was shooting for what surfer magazine Uh uh-huh and that was like the one that everybody's looking at. Right. So if you're paying attention to it and your friends are paying attention to surfing, everybody's seeing the same exact stuff. Right. Oh, I would think Where that now he just just submitted first or all those magazines. I think like that's the path that they all have to take that none of them get like signed to staff right away. So like he just right. But signed. like his stuff was a, a bunch of it was printed in Surfer magazine. And yeah. like when something comes out in Surfer magazine, everybody sees it. Where now like what is everybody seeing? There's nothing. Everybody who's paying attention to surfing is like looking at different channels and there's some crossover, but there's nothing that like is the source for everybody for photos. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's no photo that everyone saw. I see. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. You're... You could talk to me tomorrow in the lineup and be like, Did you see that picture? I'm like, No, right. I didn't. Right. But I you follow so because much because, because there's so many different sources so much right. that's spitting so much stuff yeah. out. Where when this, the print was happening, you'd be like, did you see the new thing in the and, surfer? And, they had. and anybody in the lineup is like, oh, yeah, I, I liked this photo. Uh-huh. So it was a different interaction with the people around you because of that. That's, yeah. Interesting. And, and that kind of plays to the point that mm-hmm. we're kind of getting at him. What, what were the feels that were giving that the magazines back in the day that, you know, you were waiting that for your monthly subscription? or for whatever it was. And, uh, you know, I remember personally myself, I'd freaking be so psyched to go ahead and see that pla- I mean, plastic it sucked, but you know, the, can, the cover that was on for the surfer mag, but you know, and just be able to crack it open and just know that was a new, and you almost like took that time to go ahead and flip through every page. And there was just, you sat there and you kind of just analyzed every drop, you know, and it was, uh, it was just a different feel. I, I used to get excited. I would go to Publix with my mom and when I was a kid, and they would have the new surfer surfing mm-hmm. magazine yep. that would come out, right? So it's like one of those things where you look forward to that one magazine. I didn't have a lot of friends that surfed at the time, but when you did have the one friends that did surf, they knew that one picture, right? Right. Everybody always knew that one medium. We didn't have the internet, 
I feel like I still yeah. refer back to certain images and certain magazines and there's still people that refer, oh yeah, I remember like yeah. there's, for me there's this one uh, issue of Surfer Mag that had the Richie Collins and all the different haircuts that he would have. And so there was like a full section of all the different, you know, and they had names. There was like the poodle or this or that and whatnot. And I remember I tried to emulate a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and so let's take this up from a different perspective though. Because if you're saying that you all would see it, but doesn't that mean there was just like one or two different like sets of editors that would yeah. basically There were a select... couple gate gatekeepers. Sure. And whatever they wanted you to see is what you saw. I mean, look at, remember the And movie, now it's yeah. anarchy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they kind of. I like, guess that's a that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, I guess it's like I, it is. I mean, but it, doesn't think, that go in so many other mediums like music industry? As oh, well, it kind of, mirrors right. the music industry perfectly. Right. Yeah, I've thought about this way more and heard people talking about this way more is in regards to the music industry. But it's like the exact same thing. We have a different experience now because of the like lower barrier to entry. Every phone has a decent camera on right. it. Right. So like anyone can post content so the playing field and if the been, content is there even? the quality of the capturing maybe doesn't matter as much uh -huh, uh -huh. and like so there's so much content like the barrier to enter is super low there's no gatekeepers right and it's anarchy and you think and it kind of seems like it happens the highest quality is gonna like everybody's gonna see the really high quality stuff <laughs> then there's some tomfoolery with ad sales and stuff gets weird <laughs> I was like, rabbit hole. Yeah, whoa, yeah. I was dying. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not quite it's like, perfect. Go but deeper. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, have we seen Alice yet or what? <laughs> um, that's interesting. Uh, but it's, yeah, you're right. There was gatekeepers. But like, there are certain movies like, well, for example, North Shore that came out back in the mid 80s and stuff like that. There was a part that it highlighted where if Rick Kane wanted to survive on the North Shore, he needed to do this, this and this. And that was a, you know, get pictures taken of you and blah, blah, blah. And that's where it was like such a big thing to be in front of those photographers. And it was like, because those were the major photographers to be in front of, Jeff Devine being one. You know, and then at that point, those guys would have give you your best chance to make it into the magazine that made you uh, famous, if you will, and stuff like that. So there were those gatekeepers, whether it was the photographers of that time to then the editors that were choosing whatever the photographers had mm -hmm. to kind of make those uh, decisions on who was in and who was out. And, and that really shaped a lot of the culture. Like, imagine there was a few people that were really dictating. Uh, cultural stuff in regards to surfing and, and what we were seeing, what we were getting. Um, you know, it's pretty epic. The path that they were on, though, seemed like it was different. Like, it seems like the they were creating, con they were doing the same shit as people do now. They're creating content, right? Mm -hmm. But they were trying to create better. Like, they were looking for better spots. They were looking to ride better equipment. They were looking to, like, be pushing the envelope and do that. Now it's just like, the speed of it makes you create that so much more. So it's not like you're going like deeper into what you do. It's more like you just got to do it a freak ton more. Right. Well, because you got to figure there's people that were that, budding, budding photographers doing this, like mm -hmm. nipping at their heels and, say, and heels and doing the same thing. But like, I can try to sell it as well. I can do it. a shot just as good as you, this and that. And, you know, imagine the hoops and, and, and challenges these guys had in regards to getting a better shot than this and that without the technology that we have today. Right. That kind of takes Film. away some of that risk, if you will. Or, it's or a big the, difference. The challenge. These yeah. guys like were very, very committed to doing this. And so they're, they're just couldn't the be as much That's the difference in the barrier to entry. Right, exactly. You gotta have gear. You gotta have money to buy gear. You gotta, you can't just swim out there with a GoPro. Right. And, and nail it right i mean it's a, and that, that's so now like the surfers themselves they don't need a guy following them all around it all the time they gotta do they just doing themselves and they're maybe editing themselves if not they might give it to someone else for that sponsors them to edit and do it whatever and then boom it's done things are working for you know for these companies or these businesses and stuff like that versus having that one gatekeeper you know all these different algorithms let me ask you like when you guys all right, so the, so the the GoPro comment, I was like, wait a minute. All the GoPro stuff I see sucks. Like, That's true. No you one, can still tell. If someone's like, yo, I just came back on a trip, come see my GoPro stuff, I'm like, oh, no. I'll see it yeah. online. You know, it's going to be like. <laughs> I'll see it on your Insta. It's like a lot. It. It's just like a lot of noisy, shaky, like not well put 
And it just yeah, because you're not for top, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Just because you have the equipment doesn't know how you know how to do that. With other sorts Could of content, editing not replace maybe some of that. I've seen like it. Every once in a while, someone will actually like use like iMovie correctly, and they'll like be like, "Oh, I know which exact sequence of things to put in," and then, oh, I put it to like a nice little song, and it's like 18 seconds long, and I'm like, "Nice trip to Costa Rica." There was a sunset at the end, and everything. I loved it. <laughs> but most of the time, it's just like, "She's <laughs> like, this is like way bigger than it looks in the thing, but you can't really tell." And you're just like, yeah, "All right," but, like we <laughs> stop watching the GoPro footage now. <laughs> You need so, the montage. You need you. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, for this stuff, at least the serving stuff, most of it, like you need someone that knows something. Yeah. Right? And have some yeah. decent. Yeah. So the barrier to entry isn't that low, but it is still lower than it way once was. was. Much yeah. lower than it once was. Yeah, yeah. Professional gear doesn't cost what it was, and there's more people that are just doing, doing it for it. whatever reason. Well, I think we're just consuming it. Yeah. There's there's a bigger market. There, I don't know about like in surf photography, but music has gotten now to where like the stars aren't as big. There's more working musicians. Interesting. The big names, there's like a couple of them that are really big, and then like there's so many people that make a living at it. I think because it's more diversified and no one's paying the same. Like local working musicians, because I know my sister is one of those. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Because my, my sister will do, like, three different things. She teaches about 28 kids. But it's not like you have to get a – if you want to work as a musician, you have to get a record deal from a right. record no, label. No. And then you're going to make it big. Right. And as a photographer, you're probably not like, either I have to get printed in Surfer Magazine or I'm not going to make any money. There's, like, all it, these it steps. There's like all these now. steps in between yeah. now. Yeah. I'm like, well, I buy a little bit of gear, and then I get paid for a little so bit of So you can still be a working blah, blah, blah. photographer because so you're, doing, you're using now. the median of – social media or anything else yeah. to go ahead and continue to show your work and yeah i don't know i'm sitting over here talking about stuff i know nothing about you ever picked up a camera never they're, they're, <laughs> they're good observations they're very good observations I mean, turner said the same thing we had a oh we but if a, we're wrong email us <laughs> oh yeah uh thank you serving at gmail.com and maybe yeah. we'll talk about it next time indeed uh instagram at thank you serving at thank you serving on all your major networks Great plugs. All right, cool. back to the show. Yeah, so <laughs> Turner, Turner Sparks, the comedian. You can check him out on Instagram, at Turner Sparks. Uh, he just recorded a special. He just recorded a special. He's a working comedian. Yeah. And he's like, just because you don't see me on HBO doesn't mean I can't make a living. And I was like, holy cow, really? Tell me about this comedian life. And then I talked to other comedians that he's friends with, and I was like, oh, my God. There's, like, all these people that actually can actually do this. It's, I mean, it's not easy. And it's like a very different path right. than what most people would be like, oh, I need to show up 9 to 5 and I right. get my pension and my health care. It's his passion. He's been able to figure out how I got to pay my bills and I got this is my bills and stuff like that. It doesn't matter how you pay for but it, But it's, right? it's, a, it's basically like content entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a lot of market for it, I guess. Music, comedy, surf stuff, I guess. Hopefully podcasts. Podcasts have blown <laughs> up too. I saw the numbers on podcasts. Recently. Oh, for sure. It's like, we were a little ahead of the curve. I'm so proud of us. Yes. Nice. That was all Caleb's Cheers. doing, really. Cheers Caleb that. was like, you guys oh, want really? a podcast. We were like, we were going to do a radio show. On Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram stories and 30-second clips. We're like, so what we're trying to do is we're going to do a radio show. We're going to do it in installments, and it's going to go out on the internet. And we're gonna, he's like, you mean a podcast? We're like, no, it's going to be a radio show on the Instagram. <laughs> he's like, you mean a podcast? We're like, no. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, what's this thing? A podcast? It sounds delicious. <laughs> How long did I microwave this? <laughs> so fun. Uh, um, they're great. You should listen to them. I was just telling Chris about the Planet Money that I just listened to about how you shouldn't recycle. It's bad for the environment. Uh, go, yeah. go Google that and listen to that Planet Money. It's, it's interesting. We had a pretty good talk it's about it. Very interesting. Kind of goes along the lines of where recycling has not necessarily been at the level of what we thought it should be, and oh, yeah. where it kind of goes past that. And you're saying, "Oh wow, ninety percent of the stuff that we're throwing out there that we think would be a recycler is not." And then I think the big tell is when the plastic industry is supporting recycling. Like, no, 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 yeah, 
recycle. That means you're going to keep using plastic. And that is really the root of where it needs to change. It's just changing up oh. our, our pattern altogether and saying, all right, well, we got to figure yeah. out ways. Mm-hmm. 2024. <laughs> 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 well, we gotta, no, honestly, I mean, but we all know that. And it's funny because I was talking about with Scott Stripling today from Surf Rider, from yeah. Water Task Force. And water quality's been good. Like yeah. To see that. Yep. It's been good. Uh, but he was he was just talking about he goes to his local uh, Cuban place from where he lives and he brings his own uh, plastic container, or not plastic container, but his container um, and cups and stuff like that because the place still serves things in styrofoam. Uh-huh. Just, so he tells me, he's like, I'm allergic to plastic and he hands out whatever. That's a and, good line. And, and he's got, and now every time he walks in, they just That's know. That's a great line. They just know. And they're just like, I'm allergic to plastic. And it was, and it's like, it's, you know, it's awesome. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to change people's uh, behavioral patterns, but that's where it's really going to change. It's not all of a sudden being like, oh, because it's like out of sight, out of mind with recycling. You're like, I feel like I'm doing the right thing, but you're really not doing the right thing. So it's just, you know, all it does is get justify you continuing to use plastic because you're like, oh, something's getting done with it. Then the realization is nothing is getting done with it. So you're right. And it's just, you know, so it's one of those where we're like, Hey, we got to go ahead and figure out ways to go ahead and create different types of packaging. Uh, you know, I know that the algal form type of packaging out there, I think mm. seems like something to continue. There's a good company in Australia that's doing some awesome stuff to be able to wrap things up nicely. But you know, it's, it's about changing your patterns and yeah. your behaviors. You know? But do recycle and, and, your tin and aluminum. They actually use that. Right. There are those for sure. Do it. But the rest of them, right? So it's, put it in the landfill, right? <laughs> in China. Oh, you guys don't want it. No, don't ship it to China. They throw no. it in the ocean. That's no. where the trash islands come from. But a lot of it is that, that we have to chip away. Like if there's just individual people that just change their patterns, then eventually other people start to catch up. It's the same thing when I was a kid in the mid '90s, and Captain Planet just came out and stuff like that. Back then, that's when we were just being used to recycling. You've been doing a lot of Captain Planet talk lately. I'm just saying, like, I feel like that for me, there was like that first reference. We stopped recording at some point. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, we were the talking about... Flex capacitors are working. All right, oh. we're back. Like, we're know, back. I left my tool. There's Can an edit point there. Edit point. Edit point. There was probably also some, like, bad audio from the cameras. Something happened. Sorry. New equipment. Apparently, we don't know how to hey, use me, it. Hey, me. New equipment. Do you know who you're talking to yourself? I'm just saying. All right, so um, that's our segue into the next topic. Right. <laughs> next. Uh, what's the importance of all this? Like, like we were talking about um, people creating content and it going out through different mediums, whether it be through books or through magazines or radio, whatever. Uh, it sort of becomes a archive of what's happening during the time. Like, if you look at this, this is like the master sort of diary. This is like his collective works from like the beginning of shooting till whenever uh, they published the book. And it stands as like, like a history of what was happening at the time. I know everyone, Rudy, like looks around every once in a while when he's taking pictures and he's like, this is like never going to happen again. And like, I gotta like make sure that like I document this and it's like, it, I don't know. I don't want to speak for him, but like it looks like he has like a responsibility for it, and he's and he like is careful about it, and he's like, oh, I need to like. He talks about in twenty years, DNA. this is going to be important. Right. It's part of his DNA. You know, it's one of those things where he, what he sees and how he sees it. He, like, if it's not for anyone else, he enjoys that. He yeah. wants to be reminded of that, and it, it it means something to him, and that is where I think that that importance comes from the first, and then from everyone else that might be able to see what it is that he sees, can either gather that same kind of feeling of like, wow, that's really Sometime good or in the not, future. right? So maybe other photographers are like that as well, right? That you know, it's like, or is it on a whim? Like, all, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of those. Like, holy, like, can't believe I caught I think that. It's just certain people, like. Uh, the whole historic preservation of South Beach, that they just saw a certain something at a certain time. And we're like, oh no 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 no, this is important. Don't don't do away with this. Right. Preserve this in some way because people are going to look at this in the future and say that this was important. And that's what's always interesting. Even like friends of ours that are artists or photographers and being able to follow them on their stories and whatnot, being able to get their perspective on things. And, and it's funny how you can almost see a personality in a picture that they take. Like you could see that, like 
who that person is mm -hmm. a little bit uh, more, you know, because you have that close connection with them that you actually know who they are, that you can kind of correlate the two. But even even so, you say, ah, that is that's you. Or that's right. you. It just makes you feel something. Right. You may even be like completely wrong about why or how or what they were, <laughs> and it still it still right. gets you going. Right. Um, I think this show uh, started to be like an archive at times when we started talking to some people about their stories about surfing in South Beach and you're just like, oh, glad you said that while we were recording because somewhere at some point it's going to be cool that that's somewhere. Documented. For that happens else. when you talk to old guys a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, I right. guess. That's right. why those TQ are my favorite open episodes. Turtle and all these guys, you know, they it is it's true and i think that's what we maybe tapped on when we first started was that you know a lot of these older guys for whatever reason i mean i don't think we're really putting their stories down you know as far as the, telling them in just random conversational i remember this and this and that and, and i'm one of those shop groms that are just like mm -hmm, tell me more <laughs> and uh tell me about the way it was yeah you know, I love hearing that. I love, and I, and I, love, I mean, I think it's because I have a love for history in general, uh, mm -hmm. let alone mm -hmm. my local history, and then kind of piecing it all together, you know, mm -hmm. and then being able to hear stories from, like, Hollover and the North guys, and then hearing stories of South Beach and the South guys and stuff like that. And then, you know, because I grew up in the middle of Beach, and I was kind of going back and forth. And But to be able to hear these stories over the time and then be able to piece it together, um, having those guys be able to tell that and have it somewhere where people are able to tap into um, it's cool. And so I what about the tap yeah. into part? Do you think we should be like pressing these as like vinyl episodes and stored away in some like climate controlled closet somewhere? That would be pretty cool though. Imagine having a podcast <laughs> on a vinyl. You know, where all of a sudden like you go. You know, How, someone you has to have done a podcast on vinyl already. That's way too expensive. Nobody's going to do that. Uh, someone's <laughs> going to do that. Someone's going to do that. And then somebody might be printing them to tape somewhere. Right. But it'd be funny because if he did that on vinyl, like it'd be good, great, like a little uh, marketing piece, if you will. Like if you had a podcast, but you just give those it. guys eight tracks of their podcast. Right. Be like, this is when you guys told the good, story about that. Here's your eight good, track. Good luck playing that. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you'd feel right at home. Right. I got the seventy-six. Talking about Maverick. sitting under the somebody has a backlog of empty ones of those somewhere. <laughs> they could just print nonsense to them. You probably Here you go. <laughs> but imagine that you had you got that scratchy feeling of a podcast where you're just like. Put, the, put it on vinyl and it's like, you know, and just hear like, that'd be kind of, that'd be kind of epic. If you had the, the money to put some in some of those good stories, some of those stories are pretty good. Some of those stories you could put on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just do a collection. Some right. Like, you just do well, certain we went ones. up to see the heavy sides. Ones. There's a couple of good stories up there. Uh, it'd be cool to pull that, put it together, put it on the vinyl and just have that as a collection of the best ofs. Yeah, so like again, it's it's the idea of archiving it. All right. What form does it come? Like I collect all these books and all these magazines and stuff, but do you do it with your Instagram like favorite photos? Like there's a way to archive them or portfolio or what do you do with them? Yeah. Save them. Also, there are companies that'll print books off of Instagram. That's true. But that's like moms are doing that. I've done it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's that's well, not probably not surprising. Whoops. It's like I. Oh, I'm not saying that more I, people. I, it's actually in the mail for your birthday. <laughs> Shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I think it's a great idea, but I think moms are the ones that are utilizing it. I went with the photo album. <laughs> it's a good move. Oh, but yeah, it's so good. There's just some like. Uh, ask, like, oh, that's why uh, we kind of like went back. We strayed from the original four. Shocker. And then we came we'll back to the format. But uh, doing the weekly haps and the report and forecast, I know like sometimes maybe when we get the episode right out, so the forecast is like, oh, that was like three days ago. Thanks a lot. But it's still a record of what was happening then. Right. And like, you know, you can look back maybe like, oh, that you was You can really understand good. our mood because it's been flat for super long. <laughs> There's, there's even like little bits of like, oh, there was like stuff going on in the neighborhood during that time, or oh, there's nothing sure. going on. We, we do or, that for work at the shop. We have like an end of day report, and so in that you can throw notes on there and stuff like that. And it's cool. Mm -hmm. It is. It's true. You can kind of go back and you're like, I remember when was that, and then you kind of like do that little word search on your in your emails, and all of a sudden it pulls it up, and you're like, oh yeah, blah blah blah, and you kind of refreshes the memory a little bit. I've read uh, the thank you surfing Instagram report backwards. 
and you're like, oh, yeah, we did know that there was going to be waves. Oh, then, then there's waves, and then, and then, then, no, it didn't show up as much as we thought. That's awesome. And then, and then, and then there is waves again, and then. I think that's so great. I think it's so great that you archive that literally every single day. For years. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's, it's There's going to be an AI that looks at those photos at some point and figures out some nonsense that we can't figure out now. We're talking about long-range plans. Oh, sorry. I can edit that part out. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's about the story yet. Hey, no, AI, we're, we're on a mission. We're, we're on a mission. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, just like the archiving of the what's going on at the time, and I think photographers have always sort of done that. Other artists um, do it really well, too, but then... I don't think that like the quote unquote influencers right. are doing it for these reasons. No, hmm. no. They're, and I think they're trying to get paid. It's an instant moment. It's a flash of like, how does this work for this? Boom. Okay. And next. And how does it work for this? Okay. And boom. And next. And it, I, I mean, not maybe all of them, but for the most part, I can't imagine that it's not looked at more as a job. Of like how how am I gonna set a mood or how am I gonna influence this mm. person because of because they're, they're realizing yes. they're supposed to create an emotional connection to the brand that they're selling so it's like how do I be me to sell this brand as organically as I but can but I think people just do that now I wasn't even thinking now influencers as soon as you started talking I was like influencer oh everyone's an influencer on their on their shit absolutely yeah. right because you're curating right somewhat I mean some you know unless you want to you know. well that's that's I think the difference is like. If you're archiving, like if you're looking at stuff and being like, oh, I want to shoot this and I want to do like my best of capturing this moment or whatever, it's a very different thing than like, I want people to be jealous that I ate lobster this morning for breakfast. Right. Like, oh, my boyfriend's so great because he made me like right, and that's champagne. Like, it's like everyone's bank, just throwing their best life on there. Or you know? Champagne hey, pancakes, best I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really lost for words there. You went down the path. Yeah, it is. Something decadent for breakfast. But there's a big difference. And I think, like, when you go on a trip with uh, your friends, you can see that sometimes, like, Rudy especially, because, like, he's a photographer. So, like, he's taking pictures for the sake of taking the picture. It's not like he's like, oh, I'm going to sell this. Or, like, people are going to, uh, like, like me for this or something. It's like He's not taking a picture to make some people jealous. What's that? So he's yeah, not taking that, a picture yeah. to make people jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is what? It. He's taking a picture to appreciate Instagram that. Sto- your Instagram stories are like, ha, ah, check out how dope my life is. And he's like, that's right. a photograph. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a photograph. And I think that's what makes a big difference in, like, these books or the idea of, like, archiving things. It's because you're trying to be, like, more, I guess truer to what's actually going on or like yeah. factual about it or real about it it's not like i don't know it's not yeah it's not sugar-coated and like for that reason mm-hmm. um, all right well i can't sugarcoat this i gotta piss i'll be right back and so you know what there's a guy in my buildings from uh the the miami beach uh, water and sewage and he's telling me about the sargasm Oh, we're getting to sargasm talk. Oh, oh, here we go. All right. I didn't realize that this is a thing that is um, fairly new in the abundance that it is, right? The because abundance. the abundance. Yes, because of the uh, pollution that we have. Ah, uh, well, yes, runoff. Runoff. Mm-hmm. Fertilizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From sugar fields. Well, you here can point your as well as but sure. yeah, right. No one's no one's gonna be mad at you about that. But you'd have it in other countries that are don't have much regulation that really hold anybody accountable, i.e. your Brazils and Central and South Americas. And so are they getting worse blooms than us? Yes. It depends, I guess, on currents, really. I mean, but whatever, whatever they're doing in addition to, I mean, you got to also think all the Gulf states, right? How many golf courses are there that are by the water and whatnot? And all the runoff that you got going on or any sort of... Um, farms that are doing anything you know if they're not organic nonetheless there's runoff going in just a lot of nutrient-rich water that's cruising through and it's kind of uh you know exploding those blooms a lot more and they were saying there there's a full bloom that's like literally from here i mean or at least from like uh, south america all the way to africa like a full like 
and it's gnar. You know, it's and one of those things where like I remember growing up, we always had seaweed, and I've I've always been one of the biggest proponents of being like, dude, leave it alone. You know, it's just like it comes, it goes, blah blah blah. But it, you know, last summer probably kind of set the alarm for me in regards to it, and it was like, hey, this is something we're gonna have to like figure out and kind of put it as part of the game plan because this isn't just like i'll oh, let it do what it does like we're doing stuff to, to this planet in a rapper rate where we're just like oh in 10 years oh in 30 years oh in 50 years and really it's on the doorsteps right now and what we because do of the last 10 15 right, right. i'm thinking yeah. of, of thinking like that right and people so you know it's that sweeping it under the rug and eventually you're like yeah you trip over whatever it is that you're sweeping because you swept so mm. much yeah and you know it goes back again to the plastics that we were talking about and it's uh you know it's just changing up patterns and behaviors and you know and that so that's sargassum so is anything can be done with the sargassum or is it well just there, i mean there's there's people that are well, using a good and, and create some sort of oils that you can make some plastics out of i know that they're making some sort of renewable i mean some sort of uh bricks to go ahead and make housing out of them nonetheless so I mean, there's. I think there's there's ways of doing it, but you know, the, you got to remember there's also an ecosystem. It just shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> there's an there's an ecosystem that goes along the sargassum. quantities that it is. Right. And that's there because of us. Right. Putting too much crap into the, the soil right. and it goes out into the water table. And Who else to, getting it? Everyone. Yeah. The whole East Coast. The whole Gulf the whole Coast. West. Yep. Texas, all the way straight through the uh, through the West Coast of Florida and. Pretty far north. I've talked to people last year when it was, oh, oh, some guy on the podcast, the guy from Melbourne, that was random. That yeah. we just came into the shop. He was, uh, I'd asked him, and I, because I remember we were in the thick of things. And uh, he had said that he was getting it up uh, up in the Melbourne area and stuff. So, and it's all in the Sargassum Sea, which is just east of us. I mean, that's why it's called that. Right. Mm. It's yeah. supposed to be there. It's a, like, a very, very rich area for juvenile fish and everything. It's like a breeding ground. Mm. Right. But it's getting outside of its territory. No, it's, well, there's it also two, there's a couple different types. There. There's it's a couple just, different it's types expanding there's... because of too much nutrients. It's too much like quantity. More yeah, they're... quantity than before. Yeah, right, okay. exactly. Right. It's like if you were just like, oh, okay, I've got a garden, and you weren't fertilizing it, and then all of a sudden you're gonna like put a little fertilizer on it, and it'd be like, ooh, we like that. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm gonna put more, and it's like, ooh, we like that too, and it's like more and more and more, and then all of a sudden you're like, ooh, the the, the plants are actually taking over the house now. Feed from this me little... more, Seymour. Exactly. It's just too much. A little old school reference there for those of you who might okay. be old enough to get that one. <laughs> little Shop of Horrors, anyone? Yes. Little Shop yes. of Horrors. Okay. Anyways, but going back to that, there's different forms of sargassum. But they, that's a challenge, though, is other countries are doing things where they don't have regulation for it, but there's an ecosystem that's involved in a lot of these things. So we got to be careful, right? We don't want to play God and being able to go ahead because it seems like the decisions are always one or the other. Either wipe it all out or it overruns you. It's, there's never a, a thought-out process of, okay, we can collect it if it, if, it's, if it gets to this point. And once it gets to that point, it per we repurpose it for this. And then we'd be able to, we're able to kind of continue to go ahead and make this out of it and whatnot. But while until it gets to the shoreline, we can't do this. You know, Most people, are, you know, a lot of other countries are just having conveyor belts in the water, just literally pulling it up and stuff. So mm. you're pulling up little turtles, you're pulling up little animals and stuff mm. like that. But so, and for the United States is we have the Endangered Species Act that protects a lot of these turtles and also protects the seaweed, the sargassum. So until it gets to the shoreline and it literally is on the shoreline, not floating in the water, that's where we as a city can kind of do stuff and whatnot. And I think personally, it's, if it's going to get that bad, we kind of put it into our sea dunes. Because then I think as you put it on the sea dunes or the sand dunes yeah. and stuff like that, you build that up and, create, and then layer it with some sand and stuff like that. We got to build resiliency against storm surges. Storms yeah. are going to get a little bit harder. So if we at least get those a little bit higher and that the only beach entrances that we have, we're, we're doing man-made barriers there to go ahead and protect us, then we're doing something. We're repurposing it in that form nonetheless. Not also, I mean, people are like, oh, take it off the beach. Let's take it somewhere else. But you're like, think of all the fossil fuel you're using of all these trucks and tractors that have to come onto the beach. It becomes a construction site to remove it and this and that. So, And then they, you know, it's not going to stay here on the island. No one wants it around here. So it's got to go back into the county on the mainland. And then these trucks have to come back and forth. And it's just like we're creating a bigger problem by trying to remove something that's relatively mm -hmm. natural that yes has kind of been a problem created by man. So it's like we have to think this process through versus just being like, it smells, I can't go in my water. I gotta figure it, like, let's figure it out now. Mm -hmm. You know, and that for me is the biggest challenge of dealing with people is because there's so many people that are just like, 
you know, it's more aesthetic than it is thinking the whole process through. And I think there's, there's things that we can do with it that if we sit back, all right, this is only going to get worse. How, cause it's a long-term thing. It's not, it's the same thing with like when Zika came around, right? It's saying, Hey, listen, mosquitoes have been around here for a thousand years, thousands of years, long time. They're going to be here after us. So it's not like saying, Hey, we're going to eradicate mosquitoes altogether by adding spray and that's going to go ahead and just hurt more people. And it is do better, do any good for it. We got to create teams, a mosquito team, if you will, that is, uh, you know, your, your team is smaller at certain times of year and it's greater at certain times of year where they're kind of checking things out. What I'm saying is that there's a long-term program that needs to be done <laughs> like, with the sargassum seaweed in the plane. collection. <laughs> like to collect, that's the collects the sargassum. A lot to do with surfing. Right. None <laughs> whatsoever. But we got into seaweed that has to do with the ocean. Knowledge. Kind of makes it happen. Knowledge. I know. Uh, Bring me back. Reel me in. Reel me in. But this, uh, this is what you can expect. I went down with you. Stop by a first surf shop. Oh, long <laughs> conversations. With you. Get me started. I Come by. Buy I a dare pair you. Of shorts and you get a tirade. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Tirade with a tell. <laughs> no, I don't have forty-five minutes. Thank you. Oh, come on, stick around a little longer, please. <laughs> Honestly, sir, we haven't even seen any seaweed. We'd just like to go home. <laughs> but you said you liked it here. Um, but yeah, so this, the seaweed thing, as you can tell, you can kind of get into it. And there's actually a couple great meetings. That are so what are we doing about it. it again? The county has decided that they're going to remove it from three hot spots in Miami Beach. South Point, uh, 24th Street, 28th Street. Yeah, 29th or so. And uh, up to, I think, 50, yeah, but the other one, Right. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it's it's one of those things where the ocean or the beach itself has so many ju- different jurisdictions that are involved, which that then comes to the problem because of the bureaucracy. So you I'm have like, there's no there's no the county to be removed. I was like, I look out the window every day, and I'm like, yeah, I see it float by, and then I see it keep floating. Right. <laughs> like I don't understand what the problem. They like, go out and catch it. I'd like to be on that team. I'm on the seaweed catching team. And, and, but that's the thing. It's something that's going to continuously like, happen. So I'm saying, so like, this isn't like, oh, let's go ahead and figure this out for the season. Pockets, and then it's you're good. The seaweed team. No, it's yeah. like, you're you're a, a we got to build a team that builds towards yeah. us, you know, and kind of continues to clean I'll it. I'll be on the seaweed team. we got to figure that. I catch it in my beard and you can't even tell. Yeah, I mean, we're already on the team. We just don't have a badge yet. Let's talk about that new new, which I think was. Like new seaweed? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if I talk about sargassum one more time, I don't even know how to say it. Sargassum, sargasso, sargassum, sargasso C. It's a sargasso C, right? Or is but it a sargasso? It, if you do, if you put it into like Google, you can get it's both. Sargassum. They're I both know. correct. Blow me away. Sargasm. It's a problem so nice they named it twice. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> what else do we got? We were the talking new, about new. The new, Are we opening new. this book at some point? I, no, or I do think, we miss I, that already? I, I, I think oh, we kind of missed that, that point. Oh, whatever. It's still it's awesome. alive. Jeff Devine. Yeah. You know, we have that photography. Jeff Devine. Right. We'll put that up on the blog. And uh, and we got the couple shots that you thought that were kind of cool. Yeah. They're in the, the live. Go watch that. If it's, It'll be down by now. Yeah. But I get the point was that it's cool to have these like books and old magazines and stuff around. And then when you flip through them, you can be like, wow, that is a really cool thing that you can't see really on the internet anywhere. Yeah. And, um, right. And that for me was kind of the biggest thing about it was, you know, the feels that it gives you a book magazine, when you get it, what things were like versus, you know, nowadays where you're just kind of scrolling through your finger and kind of just checking things out. And does it have the same kind of impact anymore? You're just like, cool, cool. Cool, cool. As you sit with the book, the print, you just really explore every drop, everything that's in there. So the new is us talking about a book on a podcast and then linking to the book so you can check it out. Is that the new new? That and then you were saying it before, like uh, about right before we started, maybe it was before. I don't remember. Um, and like you get in a certain like chat group and people oh, will sort yeah. of like feed you what they think is good and they act yeah, as a we were filter of all the you, other crap. How do you see the right stuff? And I said you gotta get in the right group That's chat. Yeah. 
Right. You gotta have your. Gotta so like you can almost curate your group oh. chats according to what it is that you might want to like. You know what? I appreciate this person. I appreciate the way this person looks and blah blah blah. Whether or not they want to be in the group chat with you is a different story. But you can bring them in, and you can probably get a, a, a rounded perspective of what they're seeing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe we should. Uh, oh, we should start one for thank you surfing. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh. And then we just like there's post, a limit. Post, Get in quick. Post everything, and then we'll just post everything that everyone. We should do one like, specifically. Are you seeing this right now? Is like kind of like you know what we should thing? do it for. You should you should do one for the podcast. Okay. How? We got to set up a thing so we're gonna make a group chat. For I just the, realized you're wearing my shirt. We might, I'm wearing your shirt right now. Uh, we're gonna have to edit this out if it's a bad idea. So we. <laughs> The fact that you're wearing a shirt? No, no, no. Just what I'm moment? about to say. I'm just kidding. We Stop messing up. with the device. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, just, I just made it made a funny noise. I heard it. Um, we set up a group chat. Uh-huh. So if you're listening to this right now or watching the video, uh-huh. hi. Cool. What up? You're going to email. Thank you, surfing. At gmail. At gmail. If you want to be in the group or chat. Or you can just like DM. Or DM whatever. thank you, surfing on Instagram. And we're going to make a group chat just of the people that are listening now. Because there's like seven of them. I know that there's not that many of you. And the number of people that will reply, it's going to be even fewer. Yeah, so it's going to start more out more than seven, Caleb. Uh, well, uh, whatever. My mom has told at least like two or three of her friends who <laughs> promised well, to have watched. Okay, <laughs> DM him, get in the chat, because I want to see what your mom's friends are talking about in the chat and what Instagram Mostly that you need to shave. Us. That's what. That's probably what they want. Like, Bring it on. He's such a handsome wow. man. Wow. Like and you did. They'd be like, they're such handsome gentlemen. Why don't they just shave? There's a 12-year-old under this, not a handsome gentleman. <laughs> Why I can drink is because I have a beard. <laughs> oh, I that like idea? it. I dig I it. No, or I dig it. this is the edit point, and that'll disappear. Uh, I thought it was a good idea. All right, cool. We'll do it. Email or DM. Get into our chat. Slide into his DM. Yeah. Oh, always sounds and then so we'll start it up. That. I guess you I don't know really what that means. I think it means just DM me. You're in. You have to DM, yeah. DM. Yeah. DM. Like, like, like you hear people say it's like, so, why does it sound so sexual? So that, yeah. That like, chat is, listen, this deal. person's trying to it'll slide just be, into my It'll DM be the talk like, story chat. There yeah, you go. talk story yeah. chat. And then you guys are in. All four of you automatically, whether you want to or not, you're already in. So he's going to create the chat and he's going to put the four of us in it. Awesome. And then as people DM him and are like, I want to be in that chat you talked about, then he adds them. Uh-huh. I like it. And we're going to see it's gonna oh, be a actually, random group of people. Actually, you know what? start sending videos I to just it. realized I need two chats. You need two chats. Yeah, because we need to do one chat with everyone that's been on Talk Story. Ah, uh, okay. And then another chat that's whoever's uh, I like it. just been watching. What if we cool. just do a How's chat for every you? episode that we've had? That's I don't have that much time on my hands. <laughs> it seems... Redundant. I, 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 like, I couldn't like, watch Caleb and Brad on this one, or was it on way that one? too many was memes? <laughs> Anything have to do with Thank You Surfing? Huh? Like, if you're part of Thank You Surfing, is that close enough to a chat? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the this is like the new news. Like these sorts of things where it's like they're in different chats and you get different feeds of different information, different things, and it's like I guess. That'd be something. Let's print all the photos from like one chat, and that becomes like your masters uh, of surf photography, Jeff Devine. Well, it'd be very far from that, but it'd be interesting. There'd be some weird stuff in there. That's how you could like archive it. Hmm. The internet started like with directories back in the day when there was like enough web pages and enough people. They were like, oh, we need ways to like sort through all this crap. How do we do this? We do directories, and the directories were all like human directories until. You're like uh, Google. It? Yeah. Well, Google. So search engines kind of yeah. came around. But, Google came around. Um, yes. So it's just, kind uh, of like we're heading in that direction with social media. There's like, just get the good stuff. You can almost like get your directory, and your directory is like your group chat. You're like, oh yeah, if I want to see this kind of good stuff, like I'll look at this chat. You know you have them. Like you uh-huh. got your friends that send like the stupidest memes like you could ever uh-huh. see. You have the, your friends that send like only like children getting hurt. Like when you're like these are weird people. I don't know how there's even this many kids falling off swings. Hey, check out this kid getting bashed in. There's the, there's the ones that are just like saying the chicks are like uh, 
always just like twerking at the, like the cafecito spot and you're like okay, i don't even like how does this happen in miami you're just like cool you have to invite me to some of these chats only in date <laughs> only, only in date nails it like it's so funny that i watched like the, uh, I the, the local news the local <sighs> news were uh, always referencing only in date like, oh really I, yeah i've seen channel 7 Amazing. referencing them a bunch of times and stuff Amazing. like that i'm like how great is it that people are sending you stuff at only in date before they're sending it to the news they're looking out because <laughs> they want they want that you know the news is going to give them like a little hype and like yeah that's like whatever hype that's local hype. i want international <laughs> hype i'm sending it to only in day i'm gonna get likes that's the likes that's the hype and, and, yeah and it comes from the people and it's, it's like, and more broad reaching imagine that that now people would rather send it to uh, a social media handle that is able to reach more people around the world than the local news that you would be used to most people would be like oh my god i made so it on the local news there right at the news no i'd like at, at only a day yeah right they're curating they're getting sent stuff that they're like nah. this this is the th like i don't know how much they do not because there's so much stuff probably but, and, and that's part of the thing with like flipping through speed. things is like so much yeah. content coming out it's like every 15 seconds and it's like they have to keep new thing you know they have to keep people wanting to go back to their place to check something new and if God, that's God, it's giving me such anxiety. Yeah. Like having to but go ahead and stay on top of stuff like that. The that that is it. That's why. Because I only see like four percent of only in day it's that's photos. True. That's true. But for some reason, it's the one that Instagram is like. This one is the one you should see. Based on what it is that you've liked in other pictures of other. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, Based right, on the magic true. of Instagram. That's true. Nobody knows, and so then everyone's trying to hack that so they can be on the top of everyone's feed. I think that this is where the group chat. That's of. where the group the group chat breaks the algorithm a little bit. Yeah, like lets you take control of it again because you have more. And numbers. then they're gonna algorithmify the group chats, <laughs> and we're gonna have to make new group chats. I this think this is, is where we end the podcast. Listen, we probably have to shut. I think it we down broke now. Caleb. I think we broke Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> His head's exploded. I'm like, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole anymore. Things are getting scary. It's getting we dark. We should probably just bring it back to surfing. I don't know what happened. We happened. <laughs> what happened? Like we haven't talked about surfing in a while. What's surfing? Seriously, well, I haven't done that shit in a while. All this stuff happens in surfing, so all the photos we're talking about are like surf photos. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, and you again, relates to exactly that we were talking about—the old and now the new, new. That, that new, new of how things are handled. Blah blah blah. I, mean, I look forward to like the when I see like ooh, the one that actually has good taste chat sends me good photos and good things to look at. I'm like, ah, let me check out what's going on here. Well, I mean, it even like to like news. a lot of these local pros or even pros in general, like surf companies are looking at what their Instagrams are like to go ahead and determine whether that's someone they want them writing for them. So it's now turned a lot of these surfers. Like I remember with like little pros and stuff like that, they'd be like the biggest dicks in the world. Like they're like, they were horrible. You know, they were just, they were yeah. so, they were mean. And they're like, oh, pretentious and stuff like that. And then now it seems like Insta Instagram, in order to get signed, you can't be that person. Right? You you be least, you're at an ambassador. Not on you're the internet. You right. gotta be like, right? You can be a bratty little, right? But at that, but a lot of times they're not, even in the water and stuff like that, because they want you to like them, they want you to follow them, they want, and because the more they have that, the better of a chance they're gonna have with the, the companies that they represent to be able to get paid or get product or whatever the case is. Only totally makes sense. You know, that it's funny how it's changed all that. Like you're like, oh, I got to curate who I am accordingly for, I mean, you know, we can go into a whole separate podcast as far as that goes. Save it for next time. Well, we're at like an hour. Let's, let's get out of here. Let's break it down. It's uh, July 27th. This was episode four, season two, Talk Story with Miguel and Caleb and Christian. We did it from my Ooh. place in uh, South Beach. Right up the block from the new location of the first shop. If you follow Thank You Surfing, You'll the get, window's right view. over there yep, that the photo gets taken out of. You get a view Ooh. to a kill. I won't tell you where I live, though. No, of course not. And no one could ever figure it out. For it'd sure be, not. It would be impossible. Triangulation. There's every once in a while one from a different spot, but that might be the real spot. It could be. You don't know you where it is. There's other people yeah. in the spot. Or is There's it? multiple spots. Maybe. There's a few spots. And then every once in a while, you see one from Martin County, and you're like, how did he do that? Or directly on the sand. Aretha Rumble. Every yeah. once in a while, Aretha. somebody walks down there, and there's not a wave, and they send a photo, and then he posts that one instead. It does actually like freak my family out when uh, I'll be with them in New York or like on vacation somewhere, and 
the store yeah, picture comes see, up. They <laughs> see the thank you And they're like, from... how did you? And I'm like, <laughs> by magic. I, like, I just went real quick. Just make sure. Make sure that the swell of the year wasn't coming through. <laughs> like, I got a guy. BRB mom. I got a guy. Uh, thanks for joining us. It's fun to do this all the time. And we hope you guys enjoy checking it out. Write to us. Caleb, this is a good idea. Yeah. Write to us. Thank you, serving at gmail.com. DM us. Uh, Slide into that. The First thing is, we were talking about Facebook. maybe, yeah, maybe making a segment or whatever of like reading what you send us. So if yeah. you send us stuff, emails or DMs, but then we talk about it on the next show if it's good. So send us something to make it good. Mm-hmm. What do you Give say? me something good. Because it's not long enough as it is, we should definitely add a segment. Yeah, we're going to do the book segment, and then we're going to read your emails. Ah, can I do my last photo mm. now? Yeah. Because yeah. I had one last one. That's it. And I know uh, if I look on the computer what page it was. Oh, you took notes about it. Uh, 187. Hey, welcome Yeah, look at that. Oh. Sean Thompson. It wasn't this, but it probably should have been. 187. Right Let's see. Little boards. If you have the book, that's Oh, my gosh. Good? Tom Curran at Backdoor. Wait, that definitely should have been it. Let's see if this beautiful. is any better. Uh, That's okay. the one. 187. Oh, because yep. this... Okay. I don't know how you find this picture on the internet, but if you're watching the video, you can kind of see it. This guy is missing a fin. And he gets the photo. <laughs> Miguel, get your head in there. This is bananas. Yeah, he's just all on rail. He's going... It, where is he? Pipe. He's, on, he's pipe at one. pipe. He's Eric riding Diaz this thruster. On Eric two Diaz. fins in a prayer. Missing and the a two scene. the two fins are the center one and the he's going left uh, backside uh, at pipe and it's his toe his side inside, yeah, his, his toe fin. side fin ins- which is completely out of the water as well as the center fin and he has no heel side fin and he's just like s- sitting on his ass and the rail at big pipe. I really want to know what happened after this photo. A rail and a prayer. Because if he made a that, a prayer. There you go. There's you nothing go. like that's insane. A testament to the shaper, and that and the rail line that he's got going on there, and the and what that does in, in surfing, the side defense, and kind of I mean at that point right there, whether or not he uh, escapes or not, I wonder if, uh, if there's following photos or sequence photos. If he did though, that. that felt so good. I, I bet mean, you. I bet you he doesn't even know the uh, fin is missing. No, he was planning on being on the rail at that point. I mean, anyways. he's a, he's ass dragging. He has to ass dragon. Yeah, he's just glissading down the mountain. And at this point, this is glissading. Yeah, he, yeah. Quite a word. It's almost like, like glistening, it. and cascading. It's kind of like that's my goal. Surfing <laughs> is glissading. That's why glissading. this photo is like this is a glistening Whoa! cascade. <laughs> well, there you go, kid. Going backside. That's goals. Like Pavones. Going backside, all I'm gonna do is just glissading. Oh. Grab rail and just oh. sit on the wave. That's my plan. Bump your butt. We are very interested to see that. I don't know if it'll pan uh, out. We will we'll post uh, these photos from the book uh, with Caleb's face next to them or something. <laughs> and uh, we'll put a link if one is available because it's a pretty cool book. It's one Go of those, buy it. These are one of the books that you get, uh, like your mom and dad to get you for Christmas. Perfect. Or someone's like, I don't know, I need, just need to get you something. And you're just like, yeah, these surf photo books are like 50 bucks and you can buy me that. And they're always like, oh, good. It's not like $1,000. And like, I know I can get it from Amazon. Right. Good deal. Sweet. Good shit, boys. Uh, we already outroed, so we're out of here, huh? Bye. <laughs>